Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program coming to you through a series of tubes. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks. She's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, team. We're going to hang out next Thursday, you and me. Why? Well, you're actually going to hang out with my wife. Yeah. You can get excited about my that. My wife. Because uh, I talked her into doing date night at the Conference USA Basketball Tournament. That's what's up. That's uh, what's up. <laughs> I'm a thinker. Exciting stuff right there. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, by the way, I need you to give me some tickets. Yeah, I got you. Today is Thursday, March 3rd, 2022, 266 days till Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Alexander Graham Bell, uh, episode 1342. On today's show, my friends, he's not here to do it because he's, he's... He's on vacation. He's in Big Ben. Did you see what he posted on on uh, on Instagram? Mm-mm. So he's uh, Mike Craven, our college football insider. Uh, I should just lay this out. Uh... Mag- it's about to get super busy for him. Oh yeah, because he's writing about forty percent of the magazine, mm-hmm. uh, and so he's about to get super busy. So he's taking a vacation when he can, mm-hmm. right before he kind of goes underground. Uh, and so he's in Big Bend country. He played golf out there at the Lahinas oh, Resort. Oh, nice! And and that is like you know I'm not a huge golf guy. Mm-hmm. Is that a course that you would go Anytime play? Anytime you want to go play golf at Lahinas, I'm down. Yeah, like so I'm super jealous of him. That's awesome. Uh, so he's out there, but. We're going to talk about a piece he wrote for TexasFootball.com. He's doing his position rankings uh, for every position entering 2022 in college football in the state of Texas. We'll talk about the quarterbacks and who he thinks is the finest quarterback in the state of Texas in college football going into 2022. In the back half of the show, we're going to be joined by the head coach, the Caddo Mills Foxes. Yep. Coach Cody Crane will be joining us after an outstanding year, especially on the offensive side where they were uh, lighting it up offensively. We're going to talk with Coach Cody Crane of the Caddo Mills Foxes coming up here at the back half of the program. But first, Ashley, do we have first four through the door? It's always weird when you call me that. Um, yes, Daniel Agnew, Aaron Arbuckle, Tony Blaylock, and Rob Hadaway. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends, and thanks for that, Shleem. Oh, God. All right. It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> All right, friends. Uh, let's talk about somebody who's not here. Craven! Uh, college football insider Mike Craven. Mike Craven is, is on vacation at the moment, but, uh, that, but the grind don't stop for him. Uh, the grind don't stop because he's got some pieces up on TexasFootball.com. He's going through and ranking the um, state of Texas college football, mm-hmm. talking about 
the top 10, he's calling the Texas top 10, at each position. Yes. Going to each position group. I believe he's knocked out the entire offense at this point. Yes. Because uh, he finished up, I believe he put up the tight ends yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's going through ranking the top 10 in each position group. And, you know, this is certainly up for debate. And there's going to be some person that we that he ranks pretty highly mm-hmm. that is going to crater. It's mm-hmm. not going to go well or they're going to get injured or something like right. that. Or there's going to be a guy who nobody sees coming that shoots up the charts and ends up being, like, the number one guy. Absolutely. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But right now, here in early March, with still six months between now and Yeah, football, this is, like, way too early rankings, <laughs> which uh, we're a big fan of. even before spring football. Yeah, that's the big one. There's There may be a guy on this list who doesn't win their job. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he put up his top ten quarterbacks in college football heading into the 2022 season. And, and and your mileage may vary, but here's what he came up with as far as his top 10. At number 10, he had Lane Hatcher at Texas State. Uh, he is a transfer in uh, from Arkansas State. He is, right now, that's Mike Craven's projection to be the number, to win the quarterback job there at Texas Tech. Uh, he's going to have to hold off the incumbent in Brady McBride, mm-hmm. but this is a guy who split some snaps at Arkansas State, uh, but he is going. He he believes he's going to be the guy that that takes over at Texas State. He comes in at number ten. Number nine is Gavin Hardison, the quarterback mm-hmm. at UTEP. Uh, he was certainly a surprise, I think, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would say that he was. In fact, he broke a school record for passing yards. I was going to say he he might have dropped down a little bit just because they're losing Jacob Cowing. <laughs> but they also, um, yeah, Jacob Cowing of course transferred out of the program. But Gavin Hardison, you know, did set a record uh, uh, for passing yards, though he only completed 55% of his passes. Mm-hmm. So it's real kind of boom or bust there for Gavin Hardison, who's number nine on Mike Craven's list. Number eight, Tyler Shuck, the quarterback at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, he did start four games before he had a season-ending injury. Um, I would say that he did not live up to his expectations even when he was healthy. Correct. But they're bringing in uh, Zach Kitley, the mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, who was the uh, who was the offensive coordinator for that wild ass offense at Western Kentucky, mm-hmm. where they kind of brought them in whole hog from uh, uh, from, from Houston, Houston Baptist? Baptist and then <laughs> they made... literally picked it up and moved the yeah. entire offense to right. the hilltop. And so, if he's healthy, he could put in put up some big numbers for Texas Tech. He's number seven or number eight. Number seven is is Gary Bohannon at Baylor. Of course, he he led them to or helped lead them to the Big Twelve championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, he was injured late in the year. Um, he reminds me of Hardison and in, in kind of hot or cold. And, he and had really thing, good moments and then not so good moments. And here's an interesting guy who I think you could make an argument he may not be the starter. Yeah, that that's also Blake true. Blake Shapin, Kyron Drones are going to have something to, to, to say about the, this. Um, he didn't throw an interception in the first half of the season. He helped get them to that Big 12 championship game and, mm-hmm. and helped get them to the to win the, the conference. Um, but he will beat – he's number seven on Mike Craven's list. Number six is Max Duggan at TCU. Um, Old Faithful He's still a guy – he's still there. Um, <laughs> and he's a guy who um, – he was probably held back as far as his true potential uh, by the coaching staff there at TCU. Uh, Sonny Dyke's going to let it rip. He's going to oh, let yeah. him go. Absolutely. And so we're going to see – Whatever Max Duggan's got, we're going to see it in 2022. Mm-hmm. And pretty early on, I would think, too. On. Exactly right. Uh, you know, he did complete 66% of his passes, which was the highest of his career last mm-hmm. year. Number five is Haynes King at Texas A&M. This is a guy who was injured in the third game of the season. Um, 
And then the A&M passing offense was never consistent. No. He is another guy who may not be the starter, Max Johnson, the the, the transfer in from LSU. Plus, they've got the the five star freshman and Connor Wigman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he probably has the he having a year in in Hay- or in Jimbo Fisher's system mm-hmm. and understanding it. I think is going to give him an advantage. Just got to keep um, it healthy. If he stays healthy, um, and he's athletic and he's got a big arm, that's he's something fast that they, too. Something they were not getting from Zach Calzada. They could he could be that kind of high riser. He's number five. Number four, Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers, of course, is the transfer in from Ohio State. Uh, he was supposed to be he's supposed to be a freshman this year. He's actually now just a redshirt freshman. Mm-hmm. He redshirted. He took two snaps at, at Ohio State before he transferred. Um, he was a one-time Longhorn commit. He ends up landing there at Texas. Uh, and, yeah, this is a guy. He did not throw a pass at Texas at, at Ohio State. No, it was two handoffs. <laughs> The as far as the pedigree is concerned, as far as the the recruiting status is concerned, mm-hmm. I mean he is a five star guy. He is a big time pickup. He's going to have one of the best wide receivers in the country, and Xavier Worthy out wide. We know he can sling it. We are about to find out if the hype is real. Mm-hmm. That's plain and simple. Right now, he's number four on Mike Craven's Texas top ten 20, uh, quarterbacks for twenty twenty two. Number three is Frank Harris. Mm-hmm. Frank Harris from UTSA. He was probably the most improved player in the state in 2021. Absolutely. Um, and really helped. By him going from average to pretty darn good, mm-hmm. he took UTSA from pretty good to conference champions. Especially because people understood that Sincere McCormick was going to get the ball, so when they started really teaming yeah. up on that, Frank Harris took that big step forward that they needed. Now they're going to they're gonna need more from him because he's going to need to step up in a big way with Sincere McCormick off to the NFL draft. But Frank Harris, number three, and if they can take another big step, they can stay at the top of Conference USA. The American Athletic Conference takes both the top two spots. Number mm-hmm. two is Tanner Mordecai at SMU. Um, he put up huge numbers there at SMU last year uh, after his, a transfer from Oklahoma. Uh, the Hewitt Midway product was uh, – he actually led the nation in touchdown passes for more than half of the season. Uh, one of the problems for them, though, was that they went 1-4 down the stretch. And he is taking over a new system with Rhett Lashley, but – the systems are similar enough that when he was the offensive coordinator, it, it, it Lashley was in 2018-2019, that there shouldn't be that big of a gap there for Tanner Mordecai uh, as he is number two on Mike Craven's Texas Top 10. And the number one quarterback on the Texas Top 10. This is another old faithful. Yes. <laughs> Clayton Toon at, uh, at Houston. Now that, I think, is another bit of a surprise because I think if you had made – we've said this about Houston before. Mm-hmm. If you had made the argument right after game one of the season, you would have been saying, wait, him? Yeah. I mean, no. he was the guy who threw four picks, I believe, in the first uh, in, in first game of the year. Yeah, against, against Tech. Tech. And we're thinking, uh-oh, well, uh, there goes Houston's you know season. Yep. Well, then they exploded, and they figure to be really explosive in 2022 with Tank Dell back, Alton McCaskill back. Uh, put together an 11, uh, 11 game winning streak. He could throw for you know. Uh, this is a guy who only threw six touch or six interceptions in his final thirteen games. Mm-hmm. Threw four in the in week one, and then he threw six the rest of the year. That's really impressive. He gets the the nod from Mike Craven uh, for the Texas top ten uh, twenty twenty two. How do, how do you feel about this uh, this list, Pickle? I like it. I do. I I think that this shows there is a lot of. There's a lot of unknowns heading into the quarterbacks for next year, mainly because of injury. Mm-hmm. Like, when you look at Haynes King, when you look at Gary Bohan, and when you look at Tyler Shuck, like, all of those, it's going to be interesting to see, can we keep some quarterbacks healthy yeah. in this state? Because I feel like that that's a really, really good list of quarterbacks, but no one really reached their true potential last year. I think, And a big portion of that is injury. I think that's fair. I, I would say that the only guy... 
Mordecai maybe maybe reaches potential. Yeah. Um, and then Clayton Toon obviously did too. There's there's no doubt about that. Yeah, Clayton Toon did too. Which, so. yeah. I think that this, I think a lot of people are going to go into fuss about Clayton Toon being number one on this list, but I think that if you genuinely look at the scope of the rest of the quarterbacks, you'll see that Craven is right on this. Anyway. I agree with him. So there it is. Mike Craven's top 10, Texas top 10 quarterbacks for 2022. Let us know who you think should be number one in the comments and on TexasFootball.com. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Pickle talk a little bit about our friends at Children's Health Andrews Institute. For the third year, Dave Campbell's Texas Football has partnered with Children's Health Andrews Institute to shine a light on student training programs across North Texas with the Team Behind the Team Award. This year, 11 finalists were selected to compete for the Team Behind the Team Student Training Program of the Year Award and a chance to win a $2,500 donation to their school's athletic training program. After receiving more than 400,000 votes, which is great because athletic trainers deserve that attention. <laughs> On TexasFootball.com, we are proud to announce the North Texas Team Behind the Team Student Training Program of the Year. And the recipient of the $2,500 grand prize is... Drumroll, please. Boom! Frisco Lone Star. Uh, congratulations to the Lone Star Rangers for being named as the North Texas Team Behind the Team Student Training Program of the Year presented by Children's Health Andrews Institute. For more information, visit TexasFootball.com. Thanks to our friends at Children's Health Andrews Institute for sponsoring the North Texas Team Behind the Team Student Training Program of the Year. Congratulations to all the nominees, but a very special congratulations to the Lone Star Rangers of Frisco ISD as the... Texas, North Texas team behind the team student training program of the year as presented by our friends at Children's Health Andrews Institute. Pickles plugging in the phone. Pickle, let's go to the hotline and let's bring in the head coach of the Caddo Mills Foxes. We are joined by Coach Cody Crane. Coach, how are you? Great. How are you doing today? I'm doing excellent. How are things in beautiful Caddo Mills, Texas? Hey, it is beautiful right now. We got the best day in the world. We just finished some off season. There's nothing, no place in the world better than Kettle Mills right now. Well, I'll tell you that you guys have a lot to be excited about. Obviously, after after last year's you know season, an eight and four year, you guys are able to to, to get into the area round of the, of the playoffs. I'm interested. You know, you're you you've been there for a couple of years now. When when you take a look at what you guys were able to accomplish in 2021 with the Foxes, how do, how do you assess what you guys were able to do in 2021? Well, we graduated one of the best classes in the history of the school, uh, the 2021 class that finished in 20. Uh, they went further the first year that Cattle Mills has ever played December football, and we had a lot of spots to fill. Probably one of the, mo the, the best quarterback that Cattle Mills has ever had in Tyler Talley, and we had to replace so many kids. And our kids bought in. They bought into the program. They brought in and, and came out and competed at an extremely high level. There were some things. We had some hiccups along the way. But overall, you know, we thought it was a, a, a great follow-up year 
to 20 to set our program up with the expectation is what's expected moving forward. Well, and, and one, you know, you mentioned graduating Tyler Townley. There's a lot of programs, especially at your level, you know, four division two, who would lose a quarterback like that and the offense would <laughs> fall apart. Instead, your offense stayed at that, exa- that, that, that same high level. And, and I would imagine a lot of that comes down to what you get, were able to get from Jason Thomason, the guy who took over for Tyler Townley. You know, you look at the, you look at the numbers, you look at the film, and, and you can be impressed by what Jason Thomason brings to the table. But as the guy who gets to see him every day in practice and in workouts and stuff like that, what is it about the new QB1 there in Caddo Mills that really makes him special? Well, he, he did a great job. He's highly competitive and wants to be great. You know, last year, uh, we couldn't keep him out of the weight room. He, he was at the field bringing his receivers uh, on Sundays. And, and it just being good mm-hmm. was really important to Jason. And so that's the one thing that I hope he leaves to the people that are going to compete for our quarterback job moving forward is how important it is to to be good and what this town expects and, and, and the ability that, that importance has to be there to make the work ethic and the sacrifice and everything you've got to have to be great at the high school football level, especially for a. Yeah, most certainly. And, and, and this is a, you know, but th- it was far from just him doing the offensive you know, numbers. We, we put it out, talked about the other day that, that you guys were one of the only few, uh, only one of the few teams in the state that 2,500 yard passer, a thousand yard rusher and a thousand yard receiver. Um, when you take a look overall, you know, your, your, your offenses, regardless of where you've been, whether it's here, Gonzalez, all the places you've been, you've been able to, to put together great offenses. When you take a look at, 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 at this particular group of skill talent that you guys have, um, how does it compare to, to some of the guys that are some of the, the units that you've been able to coach across your career? Well, and, and you know, we were actually just talking about that uh, with, with kids, actually. And Coach McDonald, our offensive coordinator, does an outstanding job. Him and the offensive coaches, and they have done a great job at, at preparing these guys. And, and it started up front last year. We had a great offensive line that, that would give us protection and make holes. But our skill kids, uh, they, they could go. Uh, Jaden uh, Lenneman was an outstanding receiver you know he made more catches spectacular than you know it, it was all the time and uh and Caden Lamont we had a really good group of Adrian Baxter will be a returner coming back playing running back and so we were able to distribute the ball so they couldn't focus in and stop on one person because we had multiple people that that once they got the ball in their hands could make plays in space we're talking with Cody Crane, the head coach of the Cattle Mills Foxes here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. Coach, I don't want to leave out the other side of your ball in, in your defense, which, you know, I think, uh, I th- I think sometimes uh, y- your defense, because the offense is so spectacular, uh, probably gets the short end of the stick as far as attention is concerned. Uh, because you you know everybody wants to go out there and see you guys throw the ball all around and put up a bunch of points, but but it seems to me that your defense you know took a, improved especially as the season went on. How would you assess what you guys were able to do on the defensive side of the ball? You know, with how prolific that our offense is, our defense, our main goals are momentum goals, and our defense is bought into that, keeping them out of the end zone. You know, yards will come and yards will go, but keeping them out of the end zone, turning red zone trips into field goal attempts, creating turnovers, creating three and outs, all that stuff, and our kids really bought into that. And we had some leadership uh, on the back end with Hunter Carter. And Lance Jamison was a free safety that will be returning. He's a tall, long kid. 
and on the front, we had Jacob Hall and, and behind him, you know, uh, he can make a lot of things happen. So, so we had some great experience that, that was on our defense in 20 that brought their experience with them to 21 and, and they led us. And then we had multiple kids after that buy in, learn our scheme, learn our system and, and learn the techniques and things that we're asking them to do. And, and that allowed success on Friday night, you know, and, and here's the thing is it, I, I'll never forget, you know, hearing Coach Patterson say that all that matters is we have one more point to them at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. There were some times that, yes, we wish we could help them to a few more points or a few more, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, we just need to have one more point. And Coach McDonald, how our offense, uh, they put up such great numbers that, you know, defensively, as long as we get momentum at key times, then that allows us to be highly successful. Uh, so, so now it's on to 2022 and, and I know that you guys are, are excited about your, your Foxes this year. Do you have a feel quite yet? And I know it's early on, you know, you don't, you don't have to tell me quite yet if you don't know, but do you have a feel quite yet on, on how this 2022 Foxes team may be different from the 2021 squad? Once again, since we've been here, we have lost three really big time classes, uh, and, and so we have, we will be extremely new, extremely young, and especially on the offensive and defensive line. We're, we will play, replace four starters on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And so the focus of, of up front, you know, just building up front, we, we've had an offensive line focus during this offseason. And then obviously replacing a quarterback, and two receivers is going to be really important. You know, uh, we were able to stretch the field last year, and, and we're going to have to make sure that that we're able to do that as well uh, next year. We have a senior, a junior, and sophomore competing for the quarterback job, and so we think all three of them bring some things to the table. And, and we're looking forward to, as we turn to spring, to being on the field some, putting the ball in their hand and, and seeing where we go. But, you know, where we're going to go from right now, you know, right now we are just looking to build toughness. And that's what we're after, physical and mental toughness. And and it's a new group. It's a new group of kids, a new culture who we are and we're defining that every day and so so that's what we're looking to do and and improve our skill as we move into the later parts of the spring and into the summer Uh, of course a couple of weeks ago we we got uh, realignment dropped in our lap uh you guys a little bit uh, a few changes uh nevada community uh, you know out farmersville out you guys uh add in a couple of schools from dallas isd uh was that about what you expected when realignment uh, came out or or, or was that a bit of surprise you know, it, it was whenever whenever we saw that Dallas ISD schools did not opt up, we felt like Sunnyvale had to be in there with them. And then we felt like it would have to be some form of Farmersville, Caddo, Quinlan, Wills Point to be in there with them, or they would have to go south 
to the uh, to the Pharisees of the world. And so we thought that that was a really legitimate possibility. Our first year here, we were in there with Lincoln and Roosevelt. So it's not something that, that we're not familiar with. And so whenever it came out and that's what it was, it didn't surprise us very much at all. Oh, and it strikes me that, you know, you take a look at what you guys are up against in District 6 4 a Division 2, uh, especially at the top with, with, you know, you guys, Quinlan Ford, who obviously had a great year last year, you know, Sunnyvale, who's always very tough, uh, a Dallas Lincoln squad that, that is, is capable of, of making some noise. Uh, it strikes me, and I, I, I'm curious to see if you agree, that, that it strikes me that, that you guys are going to be in, in a dogfight pretty much every single week in, 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 the, uh, in the district play. Absolutely, and, and, and I, I believe this will be an extremely strong district that has a lot of outstanding athletes, a lot of great teams in it, but this region is oh. unbelievably <laughs> stacked, you know, and so so to make a deep run in the region, you're going to have to be one of the best teams in the state, and, and there's, you know, Aubrey, uh, what they're returning, and Carthage, and Gilmer, and, and PG, and Sunnyvale, and Van, I mean, goodness, uh, and I know I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody, but but this is, region is unbelievable, and so so it's an honor to be in it, and it's a responsibility we have every day to perform at that level, and and that's the toughness and things that we're trying to instill right now on a daily basis. Finally, with Coach uh, Cody Crane of Cattle Mills, Coach, I want to ask you about one player on your on your roster. Uh, it's number 16 on your roster. Uh, Braxton Crane, going to be a senior this coming year. What can we expect from this young man? Uh, he better be able to do right. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> uh, uh, Coach Kilmer a long time ago told me to treat him like a bird dog. Love him whenever he does good and whack him whenever he does bad. <laughs> no, uh, in all actuality, you know, it has been so fun to be able to coach him. I'm a coach's kid, and, and to be able to coach him and be around every day, you know, it is – it's a bond and a relationship that has really grown through this beautiful game. And and just our conversations and what we've talked about, and just to see him grow and develop athletically is it, just so fun. And, and then not only that, but, but having a kid, all of those kids that are in his grade that are over at the house all the time, you know, just, just that better relationship. And so, so it's a really neat thing. Uh, and seems like a long time ago, you know, and now he's going to be a senior. I don't know what the world's going to do whenever he gets out on his own. I don't know if he can uh, fold his clothes without his mama, but, but it's been a really neat process and, and a fun process that I think we'll both cherish for the rest of our lives. He's Cody Crane. He's the head coach of the Cattle Mills Foxes. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on a fantastic 2021 and looking forward to seeing what you guys do next year. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate so much what you do for our beautiful game, for our kids, and for our state. You know, thank you all so much and keep it up. Absolutely. Thank you, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. There he goes. Cody Crane, the head coach of the Cattle Mills Foxes, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Low energy. Real monotone. Pulling teeth to get some answers out of them. No. Excited to see him, uh, you know what what they do, and and he's right. You know this is a Cato Mills program. You know you saw on the graphic there they've they've now made the playoffs. He's been this. He'll be his fourth year. Uh, they've made the playoffs five uh, five years in a row. That's tied for the longest streak in in program history. Mm-hmm. This has not always been you know the the kind of powerhouse they've been, but in the the final couple years under Steve Sumrow, and then now under Coach Cody Crane, um, when he came up from from Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's pretty cool what they've been able to do, and that offense has turned into a juggernaut. I mean, oh, yeah. they have put up big-time numbers 
you know the the three years that he's been there. I mean, more than four hundred and fifty points in each the mm-hmm. each of those years. So, you know, you're talking big time doings uh, offensively. Uh, and yeah, uh, they're in a tough district there and tough region, but yeah. they're a they're they've established themselves as a pretty consistent force. Mm-hmm. And hard to imagine them going away. Um, I went back and looked because I I knew I had a, co- a quote from the first time that I ever talked to Coach Crane, and it was before their regional final appearance in 2020, where they played Gilmer because they had just beat Pleasant Grove. Mm-hmm. Um, the week before in the third round, which was big. But heading into that regional final round, he said, high school football is intended to make memories. Not many of us go on to play college football or beyond, but there's a, uh, but these games that we're playing in right now is what Hollywood makes movies out of. It's what they write books about, and it's our job to enjoy it because it's Texas high school football at its finest. And I always think, like, man, you want to talk about a guy who like genuinely loves the game. It's mm-hmm. always fun to listen to him talk. You're exactly right. We appreciate Cody Crane taking some time for us. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's Second Favorite Segment. Final thoughts? Um, a reminder that if you have any questions for mailbag tomorrow, go to texasfootball.com slash forums, uh, and there is a – what? Uh, not just mailbag. Well, I didn't know if it was a secret or not. Oh, I should. I mean, he tweeted. Oh, yeah, that's true. Matt Stepp is coming in. The great return of our our friend from the great white north. He will be back and ready to answer questions. So this is really important that you get questions in. Anything you want to ask Stepp on the forum. Go ahead and put them on the forum. Forums. Go in there and and drop those com or drop those uh, questions in there. In typical Stepp fashion, he was out there hustling and like tweeted like, "You can send them to my email." (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Whatever you need, man. (laughs) I got you. Dude, he is juiced up. Tweaking. Okay. Yeah. He is. He is. He is. Has withdrawals. Yeah. He called me last night on on the way home to see how our road trip went and and was asking all about the facility tour and everything. He's in a bad way. He needs this badly. (laughs) We need you guys to come through for us and give us some questions for Stepp tomorrow on Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday can do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Cody Crane, head coach of the Caddo Mills Foxes, for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday with Matt Stepp on Texas Football Today. Words. <laughs>